a blissful morning dragons. Let's take a peek at a ray of sunshine and let's start off our day by checking our well-being. This is Nick. And this is Yan. We are the Nick Yan, wishing you a wonderful day ahead. Welcome to the fourth episode of the Dragons Podcast. Today's episode, hashtag meditate to elevate. After a long, tiring week, how we check on ourselves lately? How we ask ourselves how we have been? Like, Uy, self, kamusta ka na ba? Okay ka pa ba? Kaya mo pa ba? Because we all know that it is important to assess what we are going through, especially during rough times. Self-check is one of the most essential factors that may affect our well-being. That's right. And in line with mental health awareness, we advocate and encourage everyone to prioritize their well-being despite having busy schedules and amidst accomplishing our different tasks and goals. Not just for this month, of course, but make this routine a daily habit, right, Yan? Yes, Nick. Especially mm-hmm. now that we are surrounded by many negativities, <sighs> yeah. positivity and optimism can make a difference in our mental well-being. Let us try to give ourselves a constant tap on the back, which we all deserve, and to look at a different perspectives in our lives. And speaking of self-check, there are many ways to assess our well-being and many kinds of methods to take care of ourselves. And one of the methods include meditation. Meditation can help us relieve or alleviate our stress and can also improve our physical health. It also produces a deep state of relaxation and a calm mind, providing mental benefits like enhancing our concentration, attention, and focus. Meditation helps us to recharge, refresh, and rejuvenate, resulting to inner tranquility and joy within our emotional well-being. That's why today, we would like you to join this experience as we meditate and calm ourselves from the hopelessness and chaos around us. This meditation will be led by a powerful woman who works on looking at life from a three-dimensional perspective, achieving emptiness and fulfillment through the coordination of one's body, mind, and authenticity, a belief that she expresses and embodies in her teachings. Let us all welcome the Director for Being Skills of LPU Laguna, Ms. Joy Jacinto. Let's give her a big virtual round of applause. Thank you. Hello and good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the show, Ms. Joy. And to get an in-depth and deeper insight about meditation. Can you share to us what exactly is meditation? And since a lot of us only know the idea of meditation based on the videos from YouTube and in other social media platforms. Sure. Um, well, actually, how you guys described it already, and I know you guys did your research, so those mm-hmm. are really nice introduction to it it does relieve stress it helps you relax it helps you uh, it helps you refresh right and well it's a practice that has been around for thousands of years but over the last maybe five or eight years or so has only you know people are now starting to realize how important meditation is and really the benefits that it has in rewiring and transforming the brain Um, because when you meditate and you practice it consistently and you are correctly then you literally can change 
your brain. And well, as we know that, you know, the brain just controls everything in our body, Mm -hmm. right? Our thoughts from how the body feels. And also it plays a huge part in stress management. So I like your what you said earlier also and how you know meditating can again relieve stress especially now that it has been really worrisome about the situation that we're undergoing right now oh um that was very insightful miss joy but you know it is also said that meditation improves our physical and mental health how does Mm -hmm. it do its job and how does it make our lives better Okay, thank you for asking that. So based on the cognitive neuroscience, right, so there's really scientists who checked on the blood tests and the, um, the brain scans of, you know, people who have been meditating for years, they, they've noticed um, physical, one is physical changes in the brain. Um, and well, one of the things that um, leads to, I would say, sickness, physical sickness, aches or pains in the body. It can, sometimes we often think that it might be, you know, muscular, or maybe you did something wrong, you moved in a wrong way. Uh, But one other possible thing is because the body is undergoing stress, even um, obesity, overeating, is related to, is a reaction of the body to stress. Mm -hmm. Lack of sleep is a reaction of the body. Not being able to sleep, rather, is a reaction to stress. And when the the body's, um, or how the body um, kicks in its stress response is from this part of the brain called the amygdala, which is the fear uh, center, fear and anger center of the brain. And that kicks in when the body recognizes that recognizes a stressful situation. Um, and right now, what the stressful situation in our lives right now is so many things, such as the alarm not going off when it's supposed to, or the alarm going off and you don't hear it and it's making you late for class, um, or you know the teacher suddenly announcing that there's a pop quiz right? And this kicks in your stress response. And there's nothing wrong with a stress response. It's a normal biological reaction. But if it's activated constantly Mm -hmm. and continuously throughout several times in the day, and it's not managed, it can lead to headaches, lack of sleep, um, you know, um, all these other illnesses, acne for, for, you know, for your age group, breaking out, hair loss, Right. Um, so all these other things that and several other factors um, that um, that are markers of stress and how what meditation does, again, if practiced consistently and correctly, is that it's it literally shrinks the size of the amygdala over time. It becomes smaller. And therefore, the amygdala, as I mentioned, is the fear and anger center. And what if it shrinks or, you know, become smaller in size, then the brain now doesn't react so quickly, doesn't, you know, we don't get angry, we don't get stressed so, so quickly. There's this pause, there's this gap. So one of my favorite authors and um, um, psychologists, psychotherapists, um, is um, Viktor Frankl. Um, So he said that, you know, between, there's between 
um, a stimulus and response, there is that space. And in that space lies your power and your freedom. I might not be correctly quoting that, but you know, he's talking about this space. And oftentimes that when we're stressed, we don't have that space anymore. Mm-hmm. Right? So we don't have that space. So immediately when you're driving or you know, you're on your bike and maybe someone cuts you, you immediately like, you know, road rage or really get angry. Um, versus just being able to pause and stop yourself from being angry and maybe hurting you or hurting another person, whether physically or through words. So there's that, that gap. And that's what meditation does in, you know, I tend to just, you know, the best way to explain it is how the science works mm-hmm. in, you know, in your brain. But that's what it does. It, and that's why I say that it's training, retraining your brain. So that you become, and that's how you can, like what you mentioned is me, be a little bit more calmer, be a little bit more relaxed mm-hmm. and in the face of stressful situations. Because what we say is that your life is just really going to be stressful. It's filled with stress. It's even going to be more stressful as you age, right? And when you get, you guys get your own jobs and your families and, you know, you graduate. But the trick is training your brain how to be relaxed in the face of everything that's stressful and meditation can help can definitely help with that mm-hmm. okay no, okay go christian but you know miss that was a very scientific explanation mm-hmm. but i'm really intrigued miss because i myself have uh, experienced mental health conditions yeah. and i consulted with it as well but okay. you know, I'm, I'm intrigued because I want to learn more about the benefits of meditation and are there certain facts that we don't know, uh, especially as uh, the, the audience? Thank you, Anne, for, you know, for asking that. That's a very important question. And you know, thank you also for, for, you know, for your honesty and having yourself maybe you know, checked or consulting an expert, mm-hmm. right? Because it's, it's super common now, especially in the pandemic, right? You're, you know, everyone's stressed and sometimes you worry, am I going crazy? Am I still sane? Do I need help, right? Yeah. You just don't know. So thank you for being courageous to, to, seek, a, to seek professional help. So yeah, I will say, yeah, yeah. So, you know, again, great question because, you know, we often say that and what we're doing right now is saying meditation is great. Meditation is super helpful. Do it. Try it out. You know, it could save your life. It's stress relief. Yeah. Um, there are people and there are, you know, there are stories and experiences from people who have tried meditation mm-hmm. and it pushes them over the edge. And this is something that's really important. You need to know, right? They've tried meditating on their own and maybe they've tried out different styles of meditation and there are several styles Mm -hmm. but they are not improving Uh, in fact they might find themselves you know getting even more depressed getting more anxious or even you know um, just again their situation is not improving so this is when it's necessary to seek professional help because it can be that um, you know, there is already a chemical imbalance in the brain mm-hmm. because, um, or, you know, um, depending on the situation, maybe you, it's either biologically, organically there, you already may have that person rather may have a, an imbalance in the brain chemical, you know, because for things to work properly, you have to have the right 
chemicals or you know things have to work properly in the brain um for example like you know how type 1 diabetics they don't have insulin to be able to process sugar and they were born with that they can't help it so it might be that case too that you know there's a chemical imbalance in the brain already um two it could be situational that because of the whatever situation or event in your life or trauma you know you already um, your brain has already kind of like, you know, in the mode or in the situation of, you know, uh, like a red flag. Maybe you're already depressed, clinically depressed, and then you tried out meditation um, and it just pushes you over the edge. So that's why I also um, advocate that when you do undergo meditation, that it's necessary for you to have a guide. Mm-hmm. because there's so many ways that you can meditate now you just turn on netflix there's a you know there's andy podicombe in headspace he has just play his um, meditation there go on youtube go on you know there are so many meditation apps and that's great right but then it's also necessary to have a guide because when you have a meditation teacher or a guide that teacher you have someone to process your experience mm-hmm. with you because meditation is and can be very powerful that, you know, after going to an, undergoing a meditation, you're like, what's going on? Why am I crying? Why am I feeling like this? And thoughts in my head, right? It's very necessary to process that with an expert, someone who knows and how to process the experience with you. I hope that answered your question. Thank you, Ms. Joy. And now that we all know that we should practice it every day, um, but most of us um, with the full plate, um, full plate from learning from home or work from home and other duties, we don't know how to actually start. So mm-hmm. what can you advise us? Um, what are the ways that how can we actually start and when can we actually start? So uh, what we normally say, like for, so in being skills, right, all the freshmen right now, they've undergone being skills and how we walk them through it first is just five minutes. We just ask them to sit wherever they are, you know, and before we start class and then just sit, make yourself comfortable. Um, We don't advise lying down because there's a tendency to fall asleep. If you're Mm -hmm. lying down, you practice that. So make sure that you're seated comfortably. Make sure that, you know, your spine is long just so that you can breathe normally. And it just starts out, you know, just paying attention to the way that you're breathing and just creating this awareness. And you can just start from there. In fact, just paying attention to your breath, how you're inhaling and you're exhaling, noticing how warm the breath is, maybe how smooth or rough the air is as it passes in and out of your nose. Um, And then another way is just noticing the things that are going on around you in your environment. Mm -hmm. Um, The temperature, are there sounds going on around you? Maybe even noticing what you're, you know, you're wearing right now. So just really being aware is, is, is the key. And as you're noticing and being an observer and being aware is not judging. And that's the important thing, you know, not judging and not interpreting and just noticing whatever arises in that process. So dragons, we are very lucky to be joined by Miss Joy today for an experience of good meditation. And a perfect insight that I might share from all Miss Joy said is that 
this is very important to consult with experts, mm-hmm. not just with uh, psychologists, but also in when we do meditation, it is also important to consult with experts to guide us in the right path. So, Ms. Joy, kindly uh, do the honor and lead the way. Great, thank you. So, again, I mentioned that there are several different kinds of meditation, and I think one that's suited for what we can do right now is um, called the loving kindness meditation. So, this meditation has been used for, you know, it's been around for thousands of years, used by monks to cultivate um, the feelings of love and kindness and compassion. So, let's begin. Yeah. Um, Allow yourself to just be comfortable in your seat. Yeah. And again, I don't recommend lying down. You can just make sure you don't fall asleep. So as you're comfortable and making sure again that you're not slouching. And if you're uncomfortable closing your eyes, you can just gaze at the ground. Make sure there's nothing moving wherever you're staring at. Gazing softly at something. No need to stare. Just gazing softly at one point and take a deep breath in through the nose exhale through the mouth one more time inhale in through the nose and exhale through the mouth now breathe normally for some they like to open the mouth, exhale through the mouth gently. And, but if you can, it's best to inhale and exhale in and out through the nostrils. Only if you can, and if that's comfortable for you. So just getting comfortable with the way that you're breathing. It's funny to just be more aware of the way that you're breathing. That's so interesting because oftentimes we, when we're so busy in our day, doing so many things for other people, for school, for work, for ourselves. We forget that there's always this one thing that's always with us, never leaves us, and that's our breath, our inhalations and our exhalations. So let's just take another moment to honor this ability to breathe, our body's natural ability to breathe. Let's send now some love to ourselves. That was the last time you sent some love to yourself. And if at any point while you're listening to this, you might find it helpful to place one or both hands over your heart. And as you do this, say to yourself with sincerity and clarity, may I be well. May I be happy. May I be peaceful. May I be loved. And it may be difficult to say these words to yourself and just acknowledge that it is difficult. Acknowledge the feelings and allow them to flow over you as you repeat. May I be well. May I be happy. May I be peaceful. May I be loved. Now let's call to mind, call to mind someone that you care about. It can be a family member, a good friend, 
someone whom you have positive regards for, someone you enjoy spending time with, or just really comfortable being around with. If you want, visualize that person right in front of you. Feel that person's presence. Direct loving kindness towards this person. May you be well. May you be happy. May you be peaceful. May you be loved. And as you repeat these words, feel the joy in your heart and feel it as it radiates from your heart into every cell of your body. And visualize it radiating from your body and touching this person. May you be well. May you be happy. May you be peaceful. May you be loved. Now think of someone whom you don't know very well, that you feel neutral, um, or you don't have a particular feeling for or against. Maybe it's the security guard in your village, right? Or someone who just collects the garbage. Someone you don't really know, someone whom you don't know very well. Imagine this person sitting in front of you and direct loving kindness towards this person. May you be well. May you be happy. May you be peaceful. May you be loved. With each wish, imagine this person receiving your love, your kindness and enjoy as it envelops their body and their spirit. May you be well. May you be happy. May you be peaceful. May you be loved. Now, think of someone that you're having difficulty with in your life. It can be a family member, a friend, a classmate. Someone you, you are experiencing conflict with, where there's unhealthy communication. Say that person's name and imagine that person sitting in front of you and direct loving kindness towards this person. May you be well. May you be happy. May you be peaceful and may you be loved. Now sending this person loving kindness may be difficult to forgive, to understand and to accept and you may struggle. And just let these feelings wash over you and continue to wish this person loving kindness. But do not be harsh on yourself if this is a challenge for you to do. Just continue to say, may you be well. May you be happy. May you be peaceful. May you be loved. Be in this loving moment. Now visualize kindness, love, happiness, well-being, and peace. Let these radiate from you in your heart out to the person who is close to you, the person you don't know, 
but who touches your life and the person you have difficulty with may you be well may you be happy may you be peaceful may you be loved and now return to this current space and time and bring bring with you the feelings of kindness peace well-being love and happiness carry it with you and share it with others if your eyes are closed you can gently flicker them open and if you want to stretch out go ahead and stretch out and thank you for allowing me to guide you through that Let us always keep in mind that we must take good care of ourselves. Self-care is how you take your power back. And hey, give yourself some credit. You might not be there yet, but look how far you've come. See you again next time. This has been The Dragon's Podcast. Stay tuned and stay safe.